Hello, this is your host Helen, and welcome to today's episode of Asian Beaches Down Under. I have the pleasure today to speak to two amazing actresses who will be soon performing in the new production Miss Peony, written by the wonderful Michelle Law, which will be playing at、uh, Belvoir Street Theatre at Sorrowhill in Sydney from the first of July to the twenty ninth of July. So I would like to give、uh, a warm welcome to Mabel Lee and Shi Rong Wu. Yeah, yeah, hello. Yay. Yay. hello. <laughs> <laughs>、um, so could we start、uh, with you telling us a little bit about yourself? You know, maybe about your background, your childhood, where you grew up,、uh, what have you been doing the past few years?、Uh, who would like to start first? Okay.、Uh, well, my name is Shi Rong. I was. Actually, born in China in Xi'an, and then my parents immigrated to New Zealand to Wellington.、Mm-hmm. Similarly to Mabel、mm-hmm. here, both firstly New Zealand, yeah, Kiwi. Before we became Australian, <laughs> I had a little Kiwi accent, and then、um, I grew up in Melbourne, and、uh, I, I actually completed an academic degree. I was going to be a doctor, and then I changed my mind. Be like、um, doing some kind of like policy stuff,、mm-hmm. politics or something. But then, yeah, I found my way into my big love of acting, and、um, that's why I'm here. <laughs> How about you, Mabel?、Um, my name is Mabel. My pronouns are she/they. Um, I yeah. So I was born in Auckland in Green Lane Hospital, <laughs> which sounds so New Zealand, doesn't it?、Um, uh, yeah. So I was born there. My parents immigrated there first, and then made their way over to Australia when I was three.、Mm-hmm. Um, my brother was one, and they came to Sydney. And I grew up mainly in like、um, where there were lots of other like Asian or Chinese immigrants in Sydney, so like Hurstville,、mm. Bexley, Alloa, Carlton, that area. So I grew up mainly there.、Um, yeah. And I, <clears throat> after high school, I did one year、um, of a double degree at UNSW.、Um, <laughs> For international studies, and then and then I changed my second degree like early on in the year to screen and sound production because I was like I'm creative, <laughs> and I was like but I'm still academic. But then after that year, because that school was right across from NIDA, I was like looking at the NIDA students every day, and I was like, well maybe I'll just audition, and I probably won't get in. And then I went to drama school, and now I'm here. <laughs> Ah,、oh, okay, interesting. I'm interested to know when and perhaps where, or if there was someone ignited the passion for performing arts,、uh, acting for both of you.、Uh, Shi Rong. Ah,、oh, well, I went to Sixteenth Street actually in Melbourne,、um, but for me, I I did like this in in Melbourne Uni. They have like American an American kind of model course where you get to do your main subjects and you get to do breadth. I'm not sure if it's the same in Sydney, but my breadth was screen acting. <laughs> that was the best 
um, score, I got an all I eighty seven. I got seven out of one hundred <laughs> statistics. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the embarrassing to say. Mm. But the teacher that taught screen acting taught at 16th Street. And I auditioned for 16th Street because of that. But she ended up having had left 16th Street already. <laughs> but um, I really enjoyed the courses there. Um, I think it's a very, it's not for everyone, it's a very, at the time it was a very like Jungian shadow kind mm. of style, very method style. Mm. Uh, but they've changed a little bit to not all more the English style courses of theatre training now. Mm. I think it's quite positive. But yeah, I, I really admired particularly, um, I attended a class of Elizabeth Kemp, mm. who taught us a lot of that shadow work um, and um, it, was very, it was kind of like very spiritual stuff. Mm. So that was very interesting for me. Mm. Um, I think in terms of what gave what gave me inspiration when I was a student would probably be like just watching the other years perform. I always found that very like, um, yeah, just very cool. Just to see the, like I remember being in first year and then seeing the, the third years perform and being like, wow, that's so cool. Um, and also when, when I was in first year, there were a lot of other students of color in the two years above me. Um, so that was really, my year wasn't that diverse, but um, that was quite special to see those, um, yeah, those students of colour um, take up space. Mm -hmm. So it's more of a representation for you that you had the inspiration mm -hmm. to be on stage. Is that, you like to be on stage yourself? Um, yeah, I love to be on stage whenever I can. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah, I love it or I wouldn't be. <laughs> it's too hard. Um, I think as a child, I, I, I don't want to stereotype for all the Asians, but I feel like um, in the certain Asian cultures, there's a sense of not to expose yourself too much. I don't know. It's just don't make yourself seen sometimes when you were growing up. But it's nice to know that, you know, now we have a lot more representations on screens and stages. That's, of, of course, what I love to see. Um, I want to move on to some questions about being an Asian Australian artist. Um, what does diversity mean to you in the context of theatre? Um, Mabel touched on representations. Is there anything else um, that you think that you would like to add on? Um, for me, successful diversity in theatre is a celebration of all kinds of true stories, not only just hiring particular actors of uh, a race because of um, filling a quota, but also providing support to writers of colour, to directors, producers of colour, um, a very kind of systemic kind of support for actors, of, I mean, stories for of different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. So you can, I think, find more truthful, authentic kind of stories mm -hmm. That's right. that resonate on a deeper level with the audience. Mm. Um, yeah, for me, um, I think what I think about a lot at the moment is 
giving um, and trusting artists of color and giving them creative control and autonomy in a process and time as well. I think it's important to give um, more Asian Australian artists of color, queer artists, etc., etc., just time, time to develop their art, which I think is is um, is hard sometimes in our Australian industry, where I guess like you know um, uh, we talk about how um, <laughs> just our industry is smaller and there's less money, but I also think. Um, <clears throat> I just think for there to be good, good art, you need to give the writers, especially that time to develop a script, because mm -hmm. it's it all starts there with the story. Um, so yeah. Mm. My next question is that: How do you think theatre can be more inclusive and welcoming to diverse audiences? Do you think it has improved in the past years? Um, what I'm saying is that we are seeing. Uh, better representation of uh, people of colour on stage but what about the audience are we seeing more diverse audience coming to the theatre do you think well I think when I was growing up I didn't watch a lick of theatre hmm. um, or even go to the movies much um, mm -hmm. it definitely didn't feel like a space that um, like non people that aren't white <laughs> like go to and then on top of that it's very expensive and we didn't even have enough money to buy a you know a movie ticket so so yeah I think I mean I think there are more programs like at, at Belvoir there is the unwaged performance and um performances where like the the light and the sound is um are more muted as well and um, just more accessible performances. So I think that's really positive. Um, I mean, I know that when I went to watch Single Asian Female, actually at Belvoir all those years ago when I was at drama school, that was kind of the first time I saw such a big Asian diaspora audience in the crowd, like looking around. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I guess. Um apart from bringing on the very uh, the stories that is resonated to the community um it would be nice that um do you think government is um given enough supports to the diverse community on the spectrum of um the theater and performance arts mm, i think on one hand there is the aspect of financial support but i think within the theatre administration itself. I think it's also interesting in Miss Peony, we're trying to attract a different, um, you know, the, the Chinese audience with um, making it more accessible without subtitles and simplified and traditional Chinese. And I think there's a lot to be done in the marketing department as well. We could put out ads on Chinese radio, or in the Chinese newspaper. These are, I think we can think of more creative ways to attract a different kind of audience because yes, when I was young also, theatre was seen as a very kind of uppity, kind of very posh, kind of very white space. Whereas um, I didn't, when I first went to theatre, I felt so uncomfortable. I was like, do yeah. I cheer? Yeah. <laughs> Am I not like, like, too? Yeah, I was excited. <laughs> 
I think I rocked up in like it was just so polite and also like I remember everyone was dressed up yeah and I was up. just wearing like was wearing t-shirt yeah yeah I'm from, I was from the suburbs like a very kind of rough and tumble area so and the, in Melbourne there's the theatres all the way in the city you have to travel half an hour by train and so yeah I'm, I, I think it's with more you know interesting and diverse stories I'm sure they might like a, a more wide array of audience members I think a uh, good example is Parramatta Riverside Parramatta mm. is always mm -hmm. Very innovative and trying to push back a new clientele. So, Darling Post is one of the methods. I thought yeah. they did a really good job with creating like a space mm -hmm. to go to an event. Yeah. Like they transformed the foyer yeah. as well. Like they did things like that so that when an audience member that doesn't go to the theatre often, when they enter just the foyer itself, it's already. It's already a more comfortable space, yeah. a less white space. Yeah, very mm. They had DJs, you know, mm -hmm. food. Just, um, it was yeah. so fun. Mm. Yeah, creating space is such an important context for yeah. you know, to kind of embrace a community to move into um, mm. watching theatre. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Mm. Um, I would like to move on to questions about the production, Miss Peony. Um, I remember that the production was initially going to be debuted in 2020, but postponed due to pandemic, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so can you tell us a little about about this theatre play? What are the central aspects of the uh, theatre production? Mm. Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, wow. I would say that the play revolves around the core relationship, which is between Lily, uh, who Michelle Law plays, mm -hmm. and um, Popo, who Gabby uh, Chan plays. And um, gosh, it's like, how do I, what do I say to not give away? Um, it, I, so yeah, it revol revolves around that relationship. And uh, like, I, I think there are lots of themes to do with like intergenerational trauma, um, uh, the conversations between a, a newer Chinese Australian um, generation and the older generation. Um, there are questions around what it means to be Chinese. Who can say who is Chinese? Are you Chinese enough? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of questions around that. And then it's all set in the in the wonderful. Um, a really big world of like a Chinese Australian pageant, um, which is very glamorous and uh, dramatic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that a good summary? <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, can you tell us about your role in the production and what drew you to this production? Like, how were you casted for the character that you're playing? Well, I play uh, the character Joy, mm -hmm. who is a bit of an oddball. She is a feminist study academic with a doctorate, <laughs> who surprisingly entered this beauty pageant, um, but for reasons maybe not everyone would enter for. She, I should not reveal too much anyway. I should leave a little bit of mystery for the audience, um, but. I was I was obviously drawn to this play because uh, of 
you know, Michelle, first of all, she's such a wonderful writer and I think a very important voice of Leonard <laughs> Len Dunham things like she's the voice of a generation. <laughs> um, also, the, the cast, I think every day coming to work is such a wonderful atmosphere. Everyone is so willing to jump in and make jokes, make offers. Um, so the cast for me was another strong pulling point. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then who doesn't want to compete in a beauty pageant for fun? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, Mabel. I I play this character called Sabrina Choi. She's from Western Sydney. She's an LG. She she's 18, so she's just out of high school and she's in her gap year. Um, and she's loved uh, Chinese Australian beauty pageants, and in particular the Miss Peony beauty pageant since she was little. So she's obsessed with it um, and. Yeah, she's she's this really interesting mix, I think, of like hyper masculinity <laughs> and also hyper femininity. And I think I've I've, I've really enjoyed playing that <laughs> spectrum. Um, uh, yeah, playing within that spectrum of masculinity and femininity um, in the character. And yeah, what was mm. the other part of the question? <laughs> No, there's just uh, well, this, this might be unrelated to the the question, but yeah, it is, this is an interesting um, mm. demonstration of like performative mm. gender roles, oh. performance performance of femininity and performance mm. of Chineseness as well, mm -hmm. okay. because it's all kind of condensed and pressure cooked in this atmosphere of um, being in a pageant. Mm -hmm. There is like a right way and a wrong way to do things because you get kicked out. Mm. So, Stakes are high. Yeah, stakes are high, and then yes, all these questions are become glaringly urgent. I think in this environment. Mm -hmm. Um. So, what do you think that makes this production unique or different from the other productions that you have um, worked on? That I know that you mentioned earlier that the play utilizes like three languages. It will be trilingual mm -hmm. throughout the performance. Mm -hmm. um, this might get a little bit more on the technical side, but. How does the production team deliver this unique form of performance? Um, like, for example, if how for the audiences with uh, without knowing the language or they don't have enough ability to understand, um, would they be able to understand um, throughout the performance? Um, they should be able to if all if it all goes smoothly. It's the first time I've ever seen a show like this hmm. or been in a show like this where it is translated throughout the the whole thing in three ways. Like I think maybe the only other time I've seen, I mean, I guess in opera, it's very, mm. I don't go to opera much, but um, that's more common. But yeah, in a contemporary play, this is the first time I've ever seen this. Um, and it is like this, it will be this very um, sensitive and precise, orchestration of different elements i think because like our stage manager will be there on the entire time just listening to each line and pressing that button to wow. cue the next line the whole time which is wild um as well as the normal stage manager duties yes. of all you know i think it's yeah. i don't know how Gaida, if you ever watch this podcast <laughs> we admire you <laughs> <laughs> and we You're are a hero. also concerned for your health. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, it's, it, I think it'll be an incredible feat, but I think the goal is that, um, Courtney, our director said, when it works perfectly, it will be like everyone laughs at the same time because the oh, joke yeah. will be, you know, said by the actor and on the, the subtitles at the same time. But it's also tricky because like, mm. like, Ch Chinese or Cantonese and Mandarin, you say it in different orders as well mm -hmm. um, to English. So I think that'll just be interesting. Yeah, the gr grammatic structure is very different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you hope to uh, for the audience to take away from this production? I hope the audience will feel buoyant and uplifted by this story. It is, it is a very kind of heightened and dramatic format. I think it's very, it's very digestible and very silly, but they're tickled by it. Yeah. And I think they'll be quite moved as well. Yeah. yeah I hope that they laugh a lot and audibly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I mean, I find it very funny. I'm. I'm laughing a lot watching other people's work and I'm, I'm very moved. I think the play, although it's such a like a massive comedy, it has so much heart mm -hmm. there um, and it really gets you in those spots um, kind of unexpectedly because you're sort of like thrown into like a really silly moment and then the next moment is just like, <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I hope that audiences that haven't been able or haven't felt welcome to go to theatre in Sydney um, can yeah can feel welcome in the space we create um, and I think I'm just even it's such a basic one but I'm just so excited for like people like my parents to come see this and understand understand everything um, that would be really special. I can already feel the dynamics of the team and so anticipated for this production. Um, my final question is that, um, what advice would you give to uh, aspiring actors from perhaps underrepresented communities who might be struggling to break through into the industry? Do you have any advice that you'd like to share? I think it is, I think nothing is impossible. Mm. I think we're kind of, at a crest in the wave of years and years of what's what's the word for for when you're <laughs> of, of like just activism from people in 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 the community of theater from you know marginalized communities years and years of advocation for better representation i think we're kind of seeing a lot more interesting stories coming through so i would say just go for it do not be afraid and if your parents are not willing to support you, this is controversial, but you can get you can get away from home or study. And you don't you can there are ways, you know, there are scholarships. You can get new parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or they'll come around. They'll come around, they'll they'll be moved by your passion, I think. Mm, yeah. But I remember inviting my dad to one of my university performances. I think he fell asleep. <laughs> but you know, he showed up for me. <laughs> he walked in that door and he sat down. He said, I am comfortable. 
<laughs> now he was too comfortable in that space. He was yeah. come to the come to the performance and feel welcome, but not too comfortable that you would fall asleep. <laughs> um, yeah, I would second all of that. Like I, I, I feel very lucky to be coming out in this time. Like I'm. I'm so aware I'm standing on the shoulders of giants, oh my gosh, yes. of giants that have come before us. All of these, um, yeah, these activists that have really paved the way, um, and there's still a long way to go. But I would say to those people, there's all of us are out here waiting for you to come into this industry, and and we want you to be and um, and lead on your community that's what i would say like reach out to your community be like how do i how do i do this because i know that for me when i had just the first spark of oh my gosh i want to be an actor i had no idea what i i had no idea what an agent was i had no idea what any of those things were um and yeah don't be afraid to ask for help you know reach out put things on for yourself as yes. well experiment even if yeah. it's just at the pub you ask the owner hey can i do a little monologue night you know five dollars entry you know, invite everyone be be brave mm. have the audacity i think that's the most important quality yeah. a successful actor i think is having mm. the audacity to take up space and know you deserve it Yes, totally agree. Yeah, those are fantastic words. So Miss Peony is written by Michelle Law and directed by Courtney Stewart. This highly anticipated production will be touring in Mel I believe in Melbourne and Canberra, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, after the performance in Sydney. Um, I was sure to have the details of the production on our show notes. Um, once again, it's been such a pleasure speaking to both of you, Mabel and Shirong. And thank you for chatting with me today. Thank you so Thanks, much, Helen. Helen. Lovely to meet you. See you at the show. <laughs> See you at the show. <laughs>